720 WGN. You've probably seen the headline everywhere. One in four U.S. parents lied about a child's COVID status. Everybody's talking about it. I heard John Williams talking about it as yes, yesterday as well. The author of that study is Dr. Andrea Germankin Levy. She's with Middle. Yep. Um, you're in Middletown, Connecticut. What what school? What university? Uh, Middlesex Community College. Okay. What prompted you to look into this? Why did you want to research this? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, um, and thanks for your interest in our study. Um, really, what what motivated us to do this study is that the pandemic obviously created tremendous stress for all of us, but especially for parents. So everybody worried about getting sick with COVID or about losing their job or about loved ones getting sick. But parents also face additional stress of juggling their job responsibilities with schools and daycares being closed, having to help their children with online learning, their kids being home in quarantine, again, still while while managing their job responsibilities. And so what we saw through the pandemic is, you know, we've heard that there's been increases in stress and mental illness because of the pandemic, which is, of course, not surprising. But those increases have been especially great among parents. And so this made us wonder whether in an attempt to ease some of the stress and some of the burden, were some parents dishonest about their child having COVID so that they could go to school? Or did they break quarantine rules for their child so that they could go to work? And anecdotally, as as a, a study team, a lot of us are parents and a lot of us, you know, wondered about this ourselves uh, throughout the pandemic. And so we felt that it was really important to find out what was going on with this. I really love the study and I am not shocked by the results. In fact, I thought it might have been greater that more than one in four parents would mislead others about their child's COVID status. I was interested in the part about misleading, we're not using the word lying, we're misleading <laughs> about vaccination status. Yeah. Um, yeah, so first, we, we too um, really wonder if the numbers are actually higher, right? So we know in surveys, there's this thing called the social desirability bias, where people kind of tell the researcher what they think they want to hear. And even though the survey was anonymous, which, you know, can help to mitigate that issue, we do still worry that people were lying about lying. So, so to your point, I, I, you know, I think we all wonder um, if these are actually underestimates, which would make it even more concerning. But right. to the point about um, lying about vaccination status, right, so we had um, participants go in both directions, interestingly. So 10% of parents said that their child was vaccinated when they weren't, and 12% said their child was not vaccinated when they were. So um, obviously it's the first one that has more of a public health concern because, you know, there's, there was a, a long period where only people who were vaccinated were permitted to enter certain venues and participate in certain events because of the potential to uh, spread the virus. So that, so that misrepresentation, that dishonesty could truly be um, posing a threat to others who are present. Right. But it's the second 
part of that equation that intrigues me, that people would lie and say their child is not vaccinated just to fit in with people who were anti-vaxxers or... That, yeah, that's exactly what we are, we are thinking is behind that. Um, you know, there, there was a loud subset of the population that um, had a lot of concerns about, vac- about the COVID vaccines and about vaccines in general. And we do think that that's what's driving that that percentage. I find that interesting because I do have some family members that are anti-vaxxers, if that's how you want to title them. I have dear friends yep. who are. They knew where I stood. And it it made for great conversation, a chance to share your thoughts and your views. I find it hard to believe that if those are people you love and trust, that you would lie to them and say that your child isn't vaccinated when they are, but that just goes to how we all manage this, well, something that we had never seen in our lifetime. Yeah, and how, you know, how people navigate their social world of wanting to fit in in different social groups in which they find themselves, right? Those same people who in certain groups that lied and, you know, said that their child was not vaccinated might be emphasizing that their child was vaccinated in another group, right? It's we, we make adjustments depending on who we're with. This is Dr. Andrea Germankin-Levy, the author of the study with Middlesex Community College in Middleton, Connecticut, uh, Middletown, Connecticut. And, and the headline reads, one in four parents misled others about their child's COVID status earlier in the pandemic. What else can you share with us that you found interesting or maybe you really didn't expect this result to pop up? Well, one something that we've really reflected on following, you know, our analyses and, and, and results is that we we see some concerning behavior, right? Like these decisions that parents are making are serious and concerning because they very likely resulted in more COVID-19 cases and more deaths. Having said that, it is important to note that the public health measures that were in place, like quarantine rules, disproportionately impacted our most vulnerable populations, right? So families who live paycheck to paycheck couldn't miss work to stay home with a child in quarantine. So they were really faced with a terrible choice. Do they stay home with their kid in quarantine and risk their job? Or do they violate public health rules and send a sick kid to school and expose other people? But while we can really understand this terrible position that parents were put in, this does pose a real public health threat. It did during COVID and it will during future pandemics because it truly does undermine the effectiveness of the public health measures that are put in place to mitigate the spread of the virus. Absolutely. We really appreciate your time and the fact that you would join us this afternoon. I know it's being published in JAMA and everyone is talking about it. And I look forward to talking to you in the future about future research studies. Because you're certainly I look forward to, to it. Yeah, you're on to things that people are definitely intrigued by. Hey, coming up next, Steve has your news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.